Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's edition of the Chapter by Chapter podcast for The Great Hunt. I'm your host, Bill Callen. With me is my co-host and good friend, Steve. We are getting into ah! Chapter 37 today, and this is... Ah! <laughs> yeah! It's my new thing. Well, I guess it's not a new thing, is it? No. That's my thing. No, I, ah! I think you've been doing that for like eight, 20 years now. Well, it is my thing. <laughs> ah! I love the the physicality yeah, you're putting into it, where you just slink your neck back into your body and you look like a turtle. No, that's because I have a stupid microphone in front of my head that I'm trying to keep my face in front of. Oh, right, right, right. And a right, chair right. that is not ergonomically friendly. Yeah, yeah. For my body. That does not look like a comfy chair. In fact, I can I hear it when I'm editing your side of the podcast. I can constantly hear freaks. But I don't know if that's I got this, uh, your back or the seat itself. where I got this chair, Will? I got it right out of the garbage. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Like 10 years ago. <laughs> like 10 years ago. It's been doing good. Hey, man. Holding up. If it works, it works. I can't blame you. Uh, oh, my God. Listeners. We've got a crazy episode. Or a crazy chapter. This, this is nuts. Yeah, this is a... The episode will probably be mediocre. The chapter... Is uh, bananas. B yeah. A N A N A S. Chapter is uh, akin to many experiences I had with psychedelics in my early twenties. Um, I saw many different versions of myself. Well, actually, my late twenties. Actually, my early thirties too. Seen many versions of many different even. lives <laughs> of myself. But as we stated before, it always ends in doing this fucking podcast. Hey, because we are. Podcast, podcast born. born, you know, trademark, <laughs> copyright. <laughs> Don't you copy it? Uh, yeah, this is uh, this opens up the door for all kinds of different shit that uh, might happen, might could have happened. Uh, maybe we'll revisit certain things. Maybe there's gonna be some possible like weird time traveling that could happen in the series now, like the. The connotations yeah. of this chapter are practically endless at this point. You know? The implications. Implications. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, You're right, because it could now anything, now maybe really anything can happen. We can just time travel around. We can pull people. Can we? So so in theory, you know, like, can we pull people in from different timelines or something? Well, if like you could. Perrin dies, can we grab a different Perrin and bring him in? Yeah, why not? Like a little bit of a... Can we bring in 10 parents? Oof. 10 mats. Oh, God. Get... Even two mats. One mat's enough. That's enough. We can get ourselves a wolf pack going. You know? A dragon now, pack. So here's the thing. We we got to get right to it. Is uh, There's a lot of these different timelines and a lot of different things happening. But in one of them, Rand's dad dies. Yes. Which is one of my predictions. So <laughs> I should get points for that because it happened. <laughs> it did. I can't. Sorry, I, I I didn't make the rules. I can't deny you, you the did. point. I can't deny you the point. In fact, even if I tr- happened, even if I tried to, you'd come up with some elaborate. You're right. Excuse that would probably eat up the time, and it would it would, extend, it would not be an excuse. It, it would It'd extend, be an explanation. It would extend past the podcast to our own personal time, where whenever I saw you, you'd be explaining this, and if I just if I just given up and didn't resist in the first place. The conversation would be over. So, Steve, you know, you've really learned. You've really come a long way. Ding, 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 ding. You got yourself a point. Points. <laughs> points. Yeah. Points. 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 I also points. said Egwene was going to die. 
Is that a lot of people you know just die though? Just rank them in. Just rank them in. You know what? You know this cha- yeah, yeah. this chapter is one of those like uh, those coin slot machines where you put in another coin and you're just hoping like the the whole pile of coins goes down into the the dump. Oh, those little coins, those machines that with the yeah that push the coins. Yeah, that push the you're coins like, in. I, there's about fifteen thousand coins in there, but the one that I put in right now that's going to shift the tide, and I am going to be a coin millionaire. You no, know, the eighty fifth one I put in just right now. That one's going to. Take- <laughs> and then you put it in, and it just drops. <laughs> Nothing happens. You're like fuck. It actually just comes Do spitting out of the sh- out of the machine. You actually can't yeah, put right in any new coins into there. <laughs> it's at capacity. That's not what that machine is. That's a different type of machine. That was a claw game. People just started filling it full of coins, though. <laughs> All right. So chapter 37, we're coming off chapter 36 of them going to go see where this portal stone is. Uh, throughout this beginning part of the chapter, Varen is kind of like setting up the rules with uh, the stone. Once they see it, Rand's like, I don't know how this works. Like, I, I, Celine showed me what to do once, and... It seemed to work that time. But, I mean, honestly, I was I was not paying attention. Pure luck, honestly. Seat of my pants. Could not get it. Staring at her butt the whole time. <laughs> Take it up with RJ. So, uh, she's like, "Well, here's the deal. All right, see all these symbols. All these symbols mean different things." There's some symbols that could make it that could take us directly to Tommen's head, but there's other symbols that would take us into a horrible nightmare realm. Uh, I think in the last episode you said it with butts on our heads. <laughs> yeah. See this symbol here? The one that looks like Dennis Hopper on a raft? Yeah, that one takes you in the water world. Don't go in there. That's <laughs> no bad. No one wants to be in there. No. Why am I making water world jokes? Like, wh- who who is this for? Who even knows what I'm, what I'm talking about? Water world jokes? I think we've just hit like 130, 140 episodes, and this is what we're resulting re- resorting to. This is all we got left. You know, I love that movie. Really, it's great. Do you want to elaborate no. why? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to say about it. What have you have you seen it? I've seen parts of it, and it I sounds it, like you haven't. I, I saw parts of it. No, I don't. You haven't seen it. I liked it, but yeah, I I don't know enough about it to really. You say you saw parts of it. I feel like you just probably looked at the ocean. That's pretty much that a big part of that movie. What did I say? But like that's. I, <laughs> I think that's what he said. Water it's world. It's been a long time since I watched it. Kevin, Co- it's Kevin Costner. Yeah, you know, he's out there and he's paddling around on a raft and he's looking great. And then Dennis Hopper shows up and he's looking great. And they go at it. There's some guys on jet skis zipping around. I saw the jet skis. It's a good movie. Is Dennis Hopper like a pirate? He's like the bad guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he have? A- he's got a shaved head and an eye patch. Yeah, the eye patch. I think he has an eye patch. I think I remember the eye patch. Or maybe that, that's a different movie. How many Dennis Hopper movies with eye patches do exist? I think uh, I think when he played Bowser in the Mario movie, he had an eye patch. That's it. Yeah, that was I was and a bunch of gel in his hair. <laughs> what are we talking about? Now we're on the Mario oh. movie. <laughs> uh. Uh, yes. So Varen is like, there's a lot of different things that can go wrong here, but I trust you to make the right decision. Fifteen-year-old boy with no experience with powers. <laughs> go forth <laughs> yeah uh, okay cool I guess I'll go travel through time and watch myself Let's die give it a shot see how it goes uh, and sure <laughs> enough yeah he touches the stone uh, 
and all hell breaks loose. He starts jumping through every single possibility that could possibly like that could possibly happen to him. You know, things that yeah, he's much like in Dune. We now have our our protagonist, our main protagonist, turning in, in, turning into Doctor Manhattan again. Well, that's well, this is just prescience. That's the the other thing is is like it's not just him. Everybody goes through this. Everybody that's like supposed to be traveling. And then what's the rules here? Like how close to the stone do you have to be to be considered like traveling along with it? Because like if Alar and Juin, who have been with them uh, this entire time, how far do they have to be away from the stone so that they don't go through this like horrible hellscape? Does everybody have to be touching the stone? You know, kind of like a like a team huddle sort of thing. Hmm. I feel like it probably has like a radius around it. Yeah, it's like, it's like a... Baron takes out take out chalk and like everybody inside this line. I think so. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I'm I'm not all right. I'll deal with that. That's cool. I'm okay with that. Um. Yes. So we get to see every single possibility, or you know, as much as Robert Jordan. I mean, we for, see a bunch. A, we never saw the cowboy universe, and we know that that exists. So there's many more that we haven't seen. So the first thing that happened, yeah, like I was hoping for a cowboy universe, maybe a water world universe. Hell, they probably. Went I was through. hoping for one where Rand ends up like Ratatouille, where Rand is Rand's not the rat, but Rand is a little ghost talking to the rat to the and Rand's like, "We're this is Ratatouille, and we're gonna make a delicious, uh, you know." So wait, wait, wait. So Rand was the Pasa. ghost. So Rand was the ghost talking to the rat who was controlling the chef in Ratatouille. So you ratatouille ratatouille. Yep. I did. With the time with time traveling aspects just like that. introduced. I think you just wrote a Chris Nolan movie. Inadvertently. I, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> this entire podcast is a backdoor pitch to Chris Nolan for me to start ghostwriting. He's he's been listening I'm for, a spooky ghost. for years now. And he's been taking notes. So this is, here's the thing, Chris. Is that me and Will are a combo? I can't write for shit. I'm the ghost. He's the writer. We we come together. Oh, that sounds. But you know what? I stand by it. <laughs> Gross. So uh, the very first thing that happens to Rand is that he sees uh, he he's taken back to the night of winter night in the very first book when the Trollocs burst through the door and start attacking Tam and Rand and they kill. Uh, I don't think they kill Tam in this one. But in a, I think they do. I can't remember exactly. Probably. But Rand trying to protect Tam, his father, and even just like getting into the fight to protect his home, he's stabbed through the chest. Da! By Trolloc. Yep. And he hears the words, I've won again, lose Theron, in, in, in his brain, just before he yeah. passes away. But in like a little, like, like a, I've won again, lose Theron. Perfect. Kind <laughs> <laughs> <Something> like that. <laughs> Oh man, you gotta play, you gotta play the dark one. You gotta do it. You got the voice for it. You got the looks. I mean, we've established I'll do pretty much anything. I need something to do. <laughs> so, Chris Nolan, let's get it going. I guess. Come on, let's reboot this. Come on. I don't know. Please, please listen to us. You got some people on on Amazon, right? Give me that. Yeah. Uh, the next, the next sort of possibility that goes through is Rand actually marries uh Egwene, but after many years together, uh 
you know, Tam passes away from old age. Eventually, Gwen passes away from old old age as well. But Rand is like basically just being torn sick. apart by the one power. Yeah, he's sick. He's like he's got a raging temper. Every time he gets mad or stubs his stubs his toe, there's a storm outside. You know, kid, <laughs> kid, that'd be kind of fun. Though. Kid does a flush the toilet. You got upset, you just like made a storm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah. Lightning rains down. Yeah, be, you need somebody cool. to water your garden. You just hit him in the knee. <laughs> you know, mm. <laughs> I would like that. That's the watering garden is oof, pain in the ass. It's been raining for a few days and it's been nice. It's a little break. Cool to that old can, um, old watering can. But he goes off and he fights uh, some Trollocs and he passes away as well. There, I think he's stabbed through. The chest. I think there was like it was like a battle, and the Trollocs were just forming, and he just ended up being part of the army to help defend uh, Emmons Field he was from the Trollocs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even though he had glimpses of the power, I don't think he actually had like the power to use it at all. Yeah, definitely know. not control it. Yeah, but it was eating away at him, and. You know, and then he dies in that battle, and then he hears that voice again. I've won again. That's more like Skeletor. <laughs> Rand, I have won again. <laughs> now we're into reality number three, and in this reality, um, Egwene dies very, very young, and Rand goes off to join the Queen's Guard and Camelin. So in this reality, Elaine is now queen, and he's care and he's a guard, like a soldier for her. And he goes along the uh, this campaign to go fight the Shan Chan, uh, even though they don't mention the Shan Chan in this chapter per se. They just say it's uh that's who it is. Yeah, Archer Hawkwing's returning army or whatever it is. It's definitely the Shan Chan. Yeah. Um, and they just keep losing a loot. They just keep losing battle after battle after battle until it comes back to Camblin, and he's just like flinging lightning bolts as much. In this reality, he learned how to travel <laughs> channel a little bit. He's Thor. Yeah, he's basically Thor. In this reality, he's Thor. But like, in a, like a baby Less Thor. Less muscly, though. Like a little baby Thor. But he has the blonde hair, surprisingly. Uh, Long ponytail. <laughs> it's red. Red hair. Red <laughs> ponytail. Uh, he bleaches it. <laughs> and uh, sure enough, like the the Dark Army, they have their own channelers. They throw him off the ca- castle, and he dies. And he hears the voice again. And from that point on, is there another reality? I can't remember if there's another one. Well, there's the one where. Oh no! Because the one where ni- the one where Egwene becomes a wisdom is the one where she dies of old age, and Rand also he's sick, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nynaeve passes away, and Egwene takes up the takes and up Egwene the mantle. Becomes a wisdom. I think that's pretty much it for the realities. Yeah. Oh, there was one where uh, him and Loyal and Matt and Perrin were all in a barbershop quartet. That was a good one. And they were traveling around. That was a fun Singing one. Singing songs. That was a really good one. You know what? I wish yeah, that was the rest bad of the book. Really you know? <laughs> yeah, well, you can't always get what you want. <laughs> uh, yeah, they go. he goes through hundreds of different other realities. Like, literally, like, everything that you could possibly think of when he dies as a baby, when he dies as an old man, when he learns how to channel, when he doesn't know how to channel. Egwene uh, is his wife. Then Min's his wife. Then Elaine's his wife. Then all three of our... Is oh, his so wife. many wives. And then he, there's other wives. No, there's no reality where he ends up with a with a man. Robert Jordan. I think that's implied, though. You know? 
You do? I don't. I think it's specifically mentioned five separate women. No, I think it's I think it's implied. What is a woman? <laughs> oh boy. Well, <laughs> according to Robert Jordan, <laughs> uh, maybe let's not get into that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, eventually, he comes out of this uh, this time traveling wallop to find everybody has been going through the same thing. Varen's been going through her different realities. Perrin's been... Comes out to witnessing a series of panic attacks. Uh, very sweaty, distress, yeah. distressed people. Perrin's been... Uh, most of them have just th- watched their own death and all their loved ones. Perrin's been like... think He has been like 600 different wolves. He's been with yeah, Perrin, 600 Perrin was wolves. just Perrin's was just like wolves. <laughs> Perrin's was like the Lion King. Yeah. I mean, the Jungle Book. Pretty much. I mean, we'll take both of them. But let's go with the Jungle Book. Because <laughs> he's uh, from the wolf perspective. He raised Mowgli. Exactly. And he's like, wow, I raised an Indian boy. Uh, That's strange. Is, I thought it was a tiger. No, or bear. Wait. It starts with the wolves get him when he's a baby boy. Gotcha. And then they, and then he leaves the wolves when he's like eight or nine. And then when he's on the run and he meets, he meets Blue and uh, Bagheera. Right. right? And that's the bear and the that's panther. That's the panther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Shao Kahn. I mean, uh, that's not his name. That's Mortal Kombat. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, though. That's Snake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're, I know what you're Cat, talking about. I, something like that. I think there's another reality where Perrin wakes up uh, as a baby with a whole bunch of gorillas, and he just grows up to be Tarzan. And he just becomes gorilla. <laughs> yeah. he, just beca- and he marries Jane Goodall. Yeah, he's, he's gorilla-born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You are gorilla-born, Perrin. Ooh. I thought I was wolf-born. No! Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And now he's stuck fighting a guy who thinks he's Godzilla born. <laughs> that would be good. No, it sounds good. good. It sounds good, but it's actually just two guys fighting in the parking lot thinking that they're bigger than they are. And is this a hot take on Godzilla versus King Kong? Is this your your actual review? No, no. No. I think it is. I, I like I, it is. I like Godzilla versus Kong. I like that movie. That movie sucked fucking ass. I thought it was cool. Uh I turned it off immediately. That's how much it sucked. I didn't even watch it. <laughs> like 10 minutes in. I was like, this is dumb. Uh, yeah, I thought it was okay. But what was I going for? That's what parents go. That was par- That's one of parents' realities is he's Godzilla or a monkey. I don't know where I'm going with it anymore. All parents' realities are like uh, the Stephen King uh, silver bullet. Uh American Werewolf in London, American Werewolf in, I think it's just called American Werewolf. <laughs> uh, Wolfman. In Paris? Does he go to Paris? Uh, what did you say, Wolfman? Yeah, Wolfman, that's what Benicio Teen does. Wolf. Teen Wolf 2, Teen Wolf? but not Teen Wolf 1, surprisingly. No, Jason Bateman does come back for Teen Wolf 2. They can't get Perrin yep. to come back for that one. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's tough. <laughs> um... Yeah, so they come back to the reality. I think, um, and the one thing that Vera notices is like their scenery has changed. They are <laughs> they they are in front of the Washington Monument, and they go up it, and they see that there's a monkey head. <laughs> They're like, ooh, something. Hmm. Yeah, and ho- something seems different. I can't put, quite put my finger on it, but uh, oh my god! <laughs> and then a bunch of monkey cops. That statue's not wearing show- shoes. <laughs> show up. And and he has a head of an ape. 
And then Charlton Heston comes out. Or who is it? Clint Eastwood. No, no this time Char- it is Charlton, Charlton Heston, Heston, isn't it? Got it right. And he's like, <sighs> I would have also accepted Mark Wahlberg or James Franco or Jason Clark. Gary Oldman. All of them come out <laughs> and they start dancing the cha cha together. Andy Serkis. He's actually one of the No, movies. Andy Serkis can get the fuck out of my movies. He had his time, and guess what? Hot take. We're done with you, Andrew. Nope. I don't want to see you anymore in my <laughs> movies, even though I don't see you anyways. I want to see you in all my movies. Do some real acting. Do some real acting, okay? Maybe play like a chair. Let's put a mocap on him and see him play a chair. And you know what? He'll act the shit out of it. He'll earn an Oscar. He will, because I actually love him. And I'm doing this <laughs> to challenge him and push him to new heights. Okay? I didn't want to come out right out in the open and say that. Look, we're there it is. We're really trying to push ourselves into the film industry. So Chris Nolan, Andy Serkis. I mean mm-hmm. we'll take Tommy Wiseau at this David point. David Lynch. David Lynch. Ray Romano. <laughs> the Muppets. <laughs> the Muppets. <laughs> Listen, Fozzie Bear, if this gets to you, call me. We need we need we need help. In all kinds did of ways. Did we see that Muppets that show of the Muppets they did a couple years ago? Where it's like the it office? Like the office. Yes. Yeah, and Fozzie Bear was like dating like a twenty two year old blonde woman. And she was always talking about like <laughs> sucking his dick. <laughs> that show was uncomfortable. That show she made was, me, it was weird. That show made me There was a lot of sexual indu- induendos. And uh and Kermit all of a sudden had like a had a like a, a skinny like a skinny pig. Hot pig. I don't know. I think How he was just. I think he was just I dating Isla Fisher. I think he just opened like him and uh, Miss Piggy broke this up, bit. and then he was just dating Isla Fisher for the rest of the season. Dave Grohl <laughs> showed up. Called people pigs, hot pigs. I don't know. We got to take all this out. Put it on Patreon. <laughs> uh, yes. So after they come out of this weird timey whiny bullshit, uh, they look around them, and it turns out that it's fall. Four months have passed. Since, but you know what that means? Pumpkin spice lattes are back at Starbucks. There's a win in every. There's a win everywhere. You know, in everywhere, half, in everything. Half glass, half glass, half full. I almost said half glass full. Yeah, you did almost, but that is pretty crazy. That time, that much time has passed. Um, I mean, they could have taken public I mean, transit, or, and it only would have been like eight hours. So Kawasaki, more you live and you learn, really. Um. So they, yeah, honestly, they could have like actually just walked there, and it would have taken less time than it would to take the stone. So or take the portal stone. So they kind of fucked themselves in this situation. That being said, yeah, and they wouldn't have those scarring nightmares of all of their different uh, versions of their lives and deaths. Yeah, but that's fun. So that's fun. But that's kind of that's fun. It is fun. Yeah, that's a good time. Yeah, yeah. You know, we didn't. <laughs> and like like I said, like I've experienced that before too in many different ways. But it's usually just on a vast amount of uh, magic mushrooms, and then. You know. Oh my god. One time I like yeah. One time I ate a bunch of tomato soup and it came right up. It was red. Ugh. Let me tell you. I saw a lot of things that night. Mainly just tomato soup. Well man, uh that's it. Like they they now just like they, they made it Tom and he- Tom's head months late, mm-hmm. but they have nowhere to go. But they did it. Yeah, but they did it. But And there's, they did there's nowhere to go but up. So hopefully Emmons Field is not blown up into a million wow. different pieces. 
Hopefully, Pat and Fane is still waiting. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully the, I kind of hope it is. Hopefully, the Sean Chan didn't just like spread all over uh, Western oh, no. continent. I don't even. Th- I don't even like. There's no name for this land, so whatever. I'm gonna call it continent. Steal it from the Witcher. Uh, and that's it. They're just gonna okay. work it through. Well, I have a reality to get to that involves barbecuing. Ooh-wee! And 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 maybe some corn. I don't know. But thank you for listening as always. Uh please shoot us a line at chapter by chapter podcast at gmail.com if you have any questions and or concerns or you know anything. Just a fun little story, maybe. Recipes, you know it. Hit us up. And also check out what? I said hit us up. <laughs> yep. Also check out our Twitter at chat by chat pod. Oh, fucking where's my brain? Also check out our Twitter. Fuck Twitter. Cut out this out too. I'm not even gonna talk about the fucking Twitter. I'm just gonna say Eat thy bread, then eat thy cheese. And we'll see you back tomorrow for chapter thirty-eight. Practice. At this point in the show, I want to show our support for our Big Cheese Daddy for taking part in our Patreon. Yes, our Patreon executive producer tier. If you would like to become a Gouda Grandmaster, head on over to the Patreon. You can find it in our uh, episode notes in the description and join the ranks of the elite.